Hello, this is Dan, GM from the Grim Podcast of Perils Adventure and Settling the Southlands. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? A Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavog here on the Professional Casual Network. I am the guy talking into this camera. My name is Tim, and I will be your host this evening. With me this evening... Sitting in his own chair. I like this chair a lot. Is uh, the man, the, is, is the Dan, the myth, the legend. It's Dan. Hey. You uh, couldn't say guy behind the computer because I didn't bring it down. It's the guy that is on the <laughs> other side of the computer as I am. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, it's Dan uh, from, from dancoleauthor.com. Hey, yeah, that's a website I have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever promoted it on a show. Um. You know, uh, so so we're here. We're talking about some Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff. We're going to go over mine and Dan's game from Monday on Oh Yeah, The Power Phase, which oh, is over yeah. on the twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Um, we're also going to talk about Honey Badger's card. We're going to talk about all of those little hench folks, those minions, those grunts. Grunts. Um, and, you know, maybe even wildly speculate because that's the one thing everyone comes to this show for on Shadowlands Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Maybe some Electra, And uh, we got some confirmations about maybe a new affiliation leader. I said we do know a teeny tiny bit about Shadowlands Daredevil. Yeah. Just a little bit. A little bit. Um, we know as much as I can see through uh, the Cyclops visors when we stream on Monday. Or the Star Lord Or the Star Lord I wore on Monday. Yeah, so oh, I mean, the, the good news is, is that regardless of the weather, visibility is low on Oh Yeah, the Power Face. <laughs> But let's get right into it. Hobby thoughts and what we've done this week. Dan, <laughs> have you put brushes to models this week? Uh, well, I have since I've been on the show last. <laughs> that, that, yeah, legitimate. Because it's been a little while. It has been a bit. Was it um, the not New Year's the day before New Year's Eve? Yes. You guys are recording down here. Danny was able to join because I came down with the flu. That the flu. sucked. That's right. Uh, but that was the last night I had painted stuff. I got most of the convocation done. I finished up uh, Dr. Voodoo, uh, Ancient One, Clea. I added the little swirly doos on her legs. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. And the other one that I got done, Baron Mordo. I, um, so I still have Hood and Dr. Strange Sorcerer Supreme for that wave to finish up. Yeah. Uh, haven't I've just, they, they're primed. I haven't gotten any paint on them yet. Will eventually. Prime's a paint. I think prime counts. It can, I mean, it's something. Yeah. Uh, I've got Hulkbuster and um, little baby Iron Man inside are like partly done. Okay. Uh, Hulkbuster is such a big model. There's just yeah. so much to do with him. Like 
just doing the base coat of red probably was an hour of work at least because it's just massive. And then it was like two minutes on baby Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, my Dormammu is like, I think he's mostly base coated. Um, I, I, I was trying to go for like a, a, a classic, like original Dormammu look with a lot of like magenta and purple. Yeah. And then what I had for paints, it just didn't really do what I wanted it to do. And then I went over it with another purple that I was like, actually kind of like this. It's like reverse shading where like the recesses around like his muscles have like a light magenta look where the, okay. the everything else is a light purple. It's hard to describe, but it I think like an underglow works, almost kind of. Yeah, it works because it's Dormammu. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm yep. going to stick with that. Um, eventually he'll get done because I like I wanted to use him for like a month now and just haven't. Yeah. <laughs> other things have come up other theme list and he wasn't painted and all the fire on him is going <laughs> to take forever. Um, well, and I know you were going to play him the one week that you had the flu that Taylor filled in. Right. Um, yeah, my plan was to get him done that weekend and then I was laid on the couch. Well, it was not fun. So I, I feel you, Mitch. That's too bad. Mitch said he has the flu right now, too. Blech. That's a damn shame. Make sure to go over to Mitch's house <laughs> and uh, and leave him some soup. Um, ramen noodles. Yes, ramen noodles. That's all I wanted when I I had Count Chocula because Danny got me two boxes of Count Chocula for Christmas because she's the best. And then I was like, I just want ramen noodles and those body armor drinks. <laughs> yeah, uh, those body armor drinks as well. If you're having uh, difficulty lactating after you first given birth will help you produce milk. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I drink like six of those. Yeah, I was sick. You're probably lactating like a fiend right now. That's, why do you think I have a flannel over my new? Oh, yeah, the power or wait. No, wait. Did I roll a wild shirt? Nice. It is a nice shirt. I just absolutely adore that Chuck's face is Modoc and he has the little <laughs> tiny baby arms and stuff under it. I don't. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, whoever came up with that idea, Justine, you are an absolute legend. She has the best ideas. She does. I really, really appreciate the joke for mine where it's it's just me. But I'm not really cosplaying, but I'm holding a bucket of ice. Right and when me. I first saw the image, I laughed so hard because I was like, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I apparently uh, the artist had originally done me or was going to originally do me as Scarlet Witch. And I thought that was the okay. greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, but it didn't happen. I mean, Wiccan is still Wiccan. Cool. Wiccan is still baller. Yeah, absolutely baller. Um. But anyway, let's get let's 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 jump right into it because I did some hobby stuff this week. Wait, I, what? Yep, I have all the custom battle foam for Marvel Crisis uh, Protocol, and uh, this past weekend, uh, or actually the, this week after the game on Monday that you and I played, I put them all away in their <laughs> battle foam. That's your hobby. You put the models in the foam. Hold on, hold on. It's not labeled. There's nine of them. There's nine releases for each wave. I had no idea what the fuck was supposed to go where. Who goes where? I don't know. So I went onto the Battlefoam website and looked up pictures of each individual one. And Marvel Crisis Protocol isn't like a huge product on there. Mm. So like I had to type in Marvel Crisis Protocol every time and then try to figure out which wave was the one I was trying to put things away for. Oh my gosh. And then scroll through the pictures until I could see the picture of like the top down with all the models inside it. Okay. And then try to guess who is who in each slot. 
So there's a couple of them that were a little bit difficult. Black Panther, because he's crouched down so low. Mm. Um, Spider Gwen and, or um, Ghost Spider and Miles Morales Spider-Man were also very difficult. Very nondescript from the top at, a, at an angle. Okay, yeah, I can see that. So the big models, I was like, oh, that's definitely Venom. It's a huge piece. Uh, Hella and Ghost Rider, I got confused as well, because I was like, well, they got, I see little spiky things on the head, but they both kind of have longer. They're on different size bases, though. I, so I know. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> this sounds like a struggle. It was it was difficult. It was incredibly difficult, but I got through it. I got everyone put away except for, you know, the most recent 12 models that don't have uh, a battle foam for yet. <laughs> so Lizard's still homeless. Oh, um, he's the best. And Lizard and Craven, all of the new convocation models. But um, no, Mitch, I, I completely agree. Here's the thing. Uh, so Mitch <laughs> said that battle foam is a waste unless you travel for big events. I don't travel at all. I've never been to an event. So... That's not true. <laughs> you were the only one at the event. Oh, yeah. That's fair. I didn't bring any battle foam, though. Uh, yeah, so I, I was the only one at our tournament at Bearded Dragon Games on New Year, the day after New Year's Day. Um, but here's the good news. I bought a shit ton of board games. Like, a lot of them. Like, every potential thing that you could buy for a game called Dice Thrones. Oh, yeah. So, We're going to play tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited I'm excited. I want to do some streaming of that in the future, too. But I think that would be a great stream game. Uh, maybe we'll stream it on TikTok, too. We just hit 1,000 followers on TikTok, so now we can go live on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, that's us. We're famous now. You know? We were talking about that in the Discord the other day, about what is celebrity. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not us. But... That Bastion thinks so. That's, yeah, that's very true. Um, but I bought the first couple because I just wanted a place to put them. And I don't have a place to put them in my home that I feel is safe. Yeah, not with... Not not with a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Not with a cat that just literally only wants to destroy my things that I don't want him near. Of course, that's what cats do. So Battle Foam has worked very well for that. I need something else. I adore your, your glass case that you have. I want something like it. that, but... But I don't know where I'd put it, and I don't know how a toddler and a cat would break it, but they would. They would knock the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No, it'd be, be done so. Yeah, that, I got that case from Ikea like 10 years ago. Oh, that's an Ikea one. Yeah. Yeah, we should go to Ikea. Oh, no. No, rent a U-Haul. I love yeah, that Yeah, it's idea. super easy to spend way too much money at Ikea. <laughs> that, that case Danny and I built uh, was before we had any kids, and we, were, we had Fantasia on for some reason watching Fantasia building this case and we got almost done and I realized we put like the very bottom shelf piece on upside down so like something else didn't work so I had yeah. to take like almost the whole thing apart flip that one thing over put it all back together again which made it take like twice as long I got <laughs> there's a lot of swearing involved I mean there's uh, this is a, a very <laughs> long tangent but I got a dresser a number of years ago that I was super excited for. It had built-in USB and surge protector and all this stuff. And the top opened up. So it had like two drawers on the front and then Ooh. a big open bay on the bottom. And then the top opened up so you could like put things in it. And it would never close all the way. Oh. So it had, no, it was on purpose. Oh, on purpose. So cords could come out of it. Oh. So it would rest naturally without slamming on the cords. Nice. Um, the person who put it together, not me. Um <laughs> Did it in a way where the top closed completely. They thought it was supposed to go and all, ruined like, the entire other. function <laughs> of this specialized nightstand. Oh. So I just got a new nightstand after six years of struggling with this one that was very shoddily put together and fell apart several times. Um, and I love it. But I have 
awful depth ratio perception. Um, okay. I can't visualize what 12 inches is in my head, like in a room. I'm like, I, I don't know. 12 inches, that sounds probably pretty small, but I, I just don't know. Okay. So I order this thing and I love it. It's great. It's just very tiny. Oh. So now I'm at this point where I have two dressers. One's busted and broken and doesn't function for its primary purpose. And the other one I adore, but just isn't big enough. I just want to grab the corner of it and drag it out and make it bigger. Mm. But it just doesn't work like that. But enough about my nightstands. <laughs> what Let's, are we talking about on the show? Uh, you know, furniture, right? I went over this at the beginning of the show. I was like, we're talking about Honey Badger and Grunts and Shadowlands Daredevil and my nightstand situation. <laughs> and also how even though I have all this battle foam for MCP, it would not work for tournaments because it's all set by waves. So I'd have to bring all of it to yeah. build my roster. That's so, why I put little magnets underneath my uh, the bases of my models. So when I bring them to the store to do, oh, yeah, the power phase, I just pop them in a metallic I, lunchbox that I'd gotten for like a Christmas present from my mom years ago. There's I got a little Avengers one and then like a Captain America one. Uh, I throw them in there unless they're too big. And then they just go in the box of all the MCP stuff that tokens and everything. Yeah. So most models can fit in the lunchbox or if they're like Thor is too tall because I gave him some lightning on top of his hammer. Mm -hmm. He just goes on the side of the lunchbox. I was and then he fits fine. I was thinking about what I might invest in is I really like Chuck's uh, Magnarack setup. Those are just sweet. how he has everything in there. Yeah. But then I got to go through and like glue stuff and then have to like update the show every week about the hobby stuff I did by gluing magnets to the bottom of bases. <laughs> I kind of don't want to ruin my track record. So, yeah, it's not bad when I you glue the, mod, the, the magnets on as just, you go as you. Yeah. So like I do, you know, two to 16 at a time, whenever, however much comes out in a month from <laughs> from AMG. But like. Hulkbuster, I didn't bother magnetizing because he's not going to fit in anything. He's right. Late, or Dormammu, I didn't bother magnetizing them because mm -hmm. they're never going to go in the lunchbox anyway. But the lunchbox is just the real cheap version of the nice thing that Chuck has. Yeah. <laughs> Free because it was a gift. Um, Ravensguard <laughs> says you have a one night stand issue. Yeah, <laughs> that's the issue. I have too many one night stands. <laughs> now they're just everywhere. Um, but let's get into Honey Badger before I continue on this tangent. She's a child. She is. <laughs> I don't. Gabby Kinney. Gabrielle. She goes by Gabby. Uh, her friends call her Gabby, Dan. I'm her friend. You're friends with a child, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a teacher, you know? <sighs> I don't know if that makes it better. <laughs> uh, so Honey Badger, when they announced this, I was like, wait, really? Honey Badger? Honey Badger's rad as shit. Which... I didn't uh, I learned about Honey Badger when she was in the X-Men Red run where Jean was leading her own team right before the relaunch with Dawn of X. Uh, and I fell in love with her immediately. I think she's she's super funny. Yes. Um, she's just kind of a goofball mm -hmm. and just a rabid goofball. Oh, yeah. And she, she's she's like wild. I love it. Uh, I, lo I liked her character immediately. I didn't know nothing, knew nothing about her. Yeah. Other than she had some really obviously to Wolverine. And at the time, uh, I think I think X-23 was still Wolverine at that point. Yeah. They were both on that team. And I was like, who is this character? She's great. And then so they announced her. I was like, OK, I'm in. I got introduced to her. I don't know if it was in all new Wolverine or if it was in a Deadpool comic, but I remember her and Deadpool 
having a like casual conversation while a zombie sloth slowly moved towards them in a hospital. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, I've been reading all new Wolverine, but I haven't got there yet. I'm only like six issues. I, in I don't something. know if it's actually in that one or, or where that came from, but I saw an excerpt of it and then like had to go find that issue on Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited and was just like, oh my God, these characters are so good. I really like yeah, Badger a lot. And I've always really liked X-23 too, because it kind of had all the cool parts of Wolverine. Without all of the parts that I hate. (laughs) She is like your idealized version of Wolverine. Yeah, very much so. Yep, 100%. And Gabby's just kind of like, she's similar to, more similar to Laura than to Logan. Mm -hmm. She's just a little unhinged. Yes. But really funny. Correct. Uh, So I was really excited by this very surprise release. I would have expected... Iceman first. Yeah, probably. Well, I, yeah, I wasn't going to go there because it, it hurts me every time. Uh-huh. But X-23, I would have expected not too far down the line because she's relatively new and pretty popular. But I never would have guessed Honey Badger. Yeah. Would have gotten. I figured Dakin first, maybe. Before those two? Absolutely. Yep. Which. And maybe not before X-23. X-20, yeah. like, But before Honey Badger, for sure. Um, the thing that I love about uh, Wolverine clones and I think we touched on this briefly last week. Chuck and I did, or Danny and I did, whoever it was. <laughs> whoever was in the basement. They, just have, they have the same personality. <laughs> Careful, she might be watching. Yeah. Um, uh, talking about how every clone of Wolverine gets one less claw on their arm. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I absolutely adore that she's just got the, the punch daggers. Yep, because she's not a clone of Wolverine. She's a clone of yeah. X-23, which is why her name is Kenny. She's a photocopy also. of a fax. Yes. <laughs> so you lose a little bit of that quality every time. Um, but she's super cool. I love her story where, yeah, she's a clone of Laura Kinney, one of a bunch. But I love the idea that she can't feel pain. Yeah. Which is cool. All the, those clones could not feel pain. Um, she's got a limited healing factor, which I guess came later because initially in the all new Wolverine run, she didn't have a healing factor. Yep. It must come just something must trigger that or something. I love that she's got cool scars on her face and then the single claw is just kind of funny. Like with X-23 having two claws and then the feet claws were just kind of like, really? Feet? Okay, whatever. Or Dakin's where the one comes out of the wrist. Too. Yeah, the, uh, underneath is just, it looks awkward, yeah. weird. Um, but yeah, this this was nice. So um, I, I, I like what she does at face value on the card as well. So do I. I actually love this model. I love the card. I love the abilities. Uh, very specifically, ankle biter. Yes. Um, and also, I will real quickly say that I like her card a lot more after um, our game from Monday. We'll talk about it later, and I'll say I'll talk more about why. Yes. So Honey Badger is um, a two threat. Yeah. Uh, five stamina, medium movement, uh, size two, three, two, two for defenses. But actually pretty low. Not bad for a two threat, though. Right. I mean, yeah. Bullseye. Five stamina is nice for a two threat. It is. So, and I think that's the trade off is I felt bullseyes were a little low. I think it's pretty rare for us to see um, defenses under threes now. In, in yeah. the initial run, you know, they, they gave us a couple, but from then, I mean, Okoye's all threes, Rocket is this one is I'm going to skip for this particular example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that doesn't fit your. But he has cover. So, yeah, the, we saw how good that can be. Correct. <laughs> um, so her basic uh, attack, her builder, as we all know, uh, every threat two, we're not even worrying about threat threes anymore because they super outweigh um, <laughs> this, the three threats with four strength builders. Uh, a two threat with another five strength builder. Range two, nice. claw slash, uh, straightforward. I, I mean, it's it's uh, adamantium slash without the pierce. 
uh, gains power equal to the damage dealt and bleed on a wild. And then her spender, a little underwhelming, but she is a two threat uh, called hamstring, range two, strength five, three power to pull off, elusive on a wild. And if the attack deals damage, uh, the target gains slow and bleed. That's um, nice. It's basically Lizard's Spender with one less die, but elusive on a wild, so she can make she can advance medium after the attack is resolved. Yes, which is nice. It's incredibly mobile, and and for three is is actually relatively cheap. Um, and like you said, she's a two threat. You're not going to get a seven. No, well, never mind. I almost said seven die attack, but again, Rocket breaks that rule. <laughs> right. Um, well, and and here's the thing too is that when you when you take a look at this, um, Steel Rush on uh, Baron Zemo mm -hmm. is kind of uh, the quintessential standard uh, six power uh, or I'm sorry six strength two power uh, has a guaranteed medium movement afterwards mm -hmm. this is on a wild it's one more power for one less strength but it does slow and bleed instead of just the bleed so I mean it there, there's a balancing act there and I don't think it's it's super underwhelming either I think it's okay there's not a whole ton else to spend her power on, too. So you're probably going to be actually pulling this off on a pretty consistent basis. Yeah, like literally one other thing to spend power on. Correct. Which you're a, not going to be doing that often. Eh. Yeah, I guess when you want to make sure those new grunts stay on the table, you might. But <laughs> uh, she also has two dangerous to ignore for two power. This is a reactive with an enemy character within range two of this tar character targets another allied character with an attack. This character may use this superpower. This character becomes the target of the attack regardless of range or line of sight. So very basic bodyguard. Yeah, she's got a bodyguard, which I think is interesting. Yes. I wouldn't have expected that, but I haven't read enough about the character yet. I she So I, at least from my recollection, she is constantly like jumping in front of attacks for other people that really do not need it. Well, she can't feel it and she's going to heal it anyway. Correct. So... And, I think it's really good on her with healing factors with a slightly yes. above average stamina for two threat and healing factor really makes her uh, a prime target for that. Yes. And then with the ankle biter. No, never mind. That's only <clears throat> defensive. And 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 so let's get to ankle biter, though. So this is an innate. This is what excites me about this character. Yes, this, this is, is like her bread and butter mm -hmm. here. This character cannot contest, interact or hold objective tokens. Shucks. Additionally, when an enemy character within range one of this character is attacked by another allied character, the enemy character will, rolls one less defense die. That's incredible. Whoa, it's that so is so good. good. She has a uh, incinerate aura. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's only within one, but still, she wants to get up close and personal anyway. Her attacks are only range two, mm -hmm. so she wants to get right up in there. And she has and elusive on a, on a spender too. Yeah, She's, so she gets up there pretty relatively easily. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love that. I, I it's not a special condition. It stacks with incinerate, which is all you know already been leaps and bounds my favorite uh, special condition. Same. Uh, it's great. I didn't expect a debuff on her. You're I gonna, thought she'd be pure offense, but this debuff is so good. And it is like thematically, narratively, it is in fact offensive. Obviously, um, right? But uh, I. She's just kind of there being obnoxious. Correct. <laughs> you just have this tiny Wolverine just stabbing you in the ankles. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's only one claw on each hand, but like, it's really annoying. Like, still hurts. And when we have a bunch of newly buffed beefcake powerhouses like uh, Hulk and Ghost Rider oh, and stuff oh. like that, who's immune to incinerate. You have uh, Dormammu immune to incinerate. 
pretty much every um, ultimate encounter immune to incinerate. Um, you throw you throw a honey badger in there. They don't they have, have to deal with her now. Correct. Yeah. And, and that's that's why I love her. Not only does she have the bodyguard in case someone's like, fine, whatever, I'll, I'll take the the one lower defense is fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, she can then decide, no, no, you are dealing with me because I got <laughs> not a whole else less to, to, to spend my power on. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And here is the wombo combo, right? The other innate Lil Sis. If an allied Laura Kinney within range three of this character is damaged by an enemy effect. After the effect is resolved, this character may advance medium towards the character that damaged Laura Kinney. This character may only uh, may move only once per turn as a result of the superpower. Here's the thing that you're going to need to be careful of. Three is actually a pretty decent range to keep yeah. these characters near each other with. Six inches. Right. So I don't want to I don't want to attack. Uh, Laura Kinney from range if ankle biters there. You know, she's going to be coming after me. It was like, I'm, it's, it's my job to keep Hawkeye away from Honey Badger. And anytime I try to shoot Laura Kinney or someone within range two of um, Honey Badger, she's just going to, she's going to be there. And she's either going to take it and then heal it or as. And then she, yeah, and then you have to deal with ankle biter. And I, I do like that it's specified toward, mm -hmm. but that's still a pretty big area. You put that 90 degrees. And like, she essentially just has to end closer to, to X twenty three, so she can really no. She she ends closer to the attacking character. She can move. Oh, right sorry, towards, towards the, the character that damaged. Yes. Oh, that's even better. Okay. So if she's in the middle of the two, she can move right towards that. You know what she's I mean? Right in there, and then your activation. You you got one. You're attacking with your opponent has one fewer defense die. I love it. I like it a lot. Um, I first read her over. Her attacks seem a little underwhelming at first. Not her builder, sorry. Her spender seems a little underwhelming at first, yes. but she's a two threat. Now, the ankle biter doesn't affect her attacks, right? It's only allied attacks. Allied attacks, yes. So it's not like it's a five strength spender. But that they have, she's getting the benefit of, too. Right. So that, that hurts it a little bit. Yeah, attacked by another allied character. So she doesn't benefit from her own ankle biterness. And I feel like that's okay. Like she's a two threat. She she's a utility piece that can do some damage sometimes, mm -hmm. which she's is a, cool. She's a massive annoyance. She's another bullseye. I I adore bullseye mm. because for the most part he gets somewhat ignored because you're like, well, I can block four four strength attacks all day. Never. Um. Never works for me. And then yeah, fair. <laughs> I could block your you, when you roll nine dice and roll two hits all the time but when you roll four dice you get four or five hits right <laughs> especially on bullseye yes absolutely uh ravenscar did say i thought stagger was your favorite condition yeah shit i think you might be right but here's the thing uh, stagger is stupid good i love incinerate you're right though if i can put stagger on someone the I'm the thing going is stagger does its thing and it's done Mm -hmm. it's, it's really really good but it does this thing and it's done yeah incinerate is every turn you're like oh, do i use an action to get rid of it or do i just eat those fewer dice there's always that that almost frustration for the opponent that's like uh because is it worth it probably but do I, losing an action is huge right so so i think it, it depends so if it's on me i hate having stagger on me a lot more than i hate having incinerate because I'm going to roll zero successes on my defense roll anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> it does not matter at all how many dice I roll. Um, and here's the thing with Stagger. 
If I put stagger on someone, I almost guarantee that's the one role this game I spiked and dazed it anyway. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I think it happened this past week. Didn't I stagger someone and kill him? No. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. You did. The other time, you, you got it off twice. The other time, I just ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like Honey Badger a lot. I can't wait to try her out. Um, I did order the Trident uh, models of these two just because they have more of their original look. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'll probably be using on the table. I'll st- obviously still buy the box for the cards and the tactics cards. Um, and I'll probably end up painting the other ones as well. Uh, I, I mean, the cool thing with that is that you can do them in different ways. You know yeah. I mean? If you want the mask on one, you can put the mask on one. Exactly. That's, that's, so I was or really just specifically dis- what the other one has. Yeah. So the, the Trident models, the, the X 23 is dressed like all new Wolverine mm. in the Wolverine suit. So she'll be blue and yellow. And then honey badgers in like her, uh, X-Men red costume that's a little Wolverine-ish but she's got like those cool goggles yeah I, just, I don't know what it is about that look I love it um, because I was really disappointed that there's no options in the X-23 Honey Badger box yeah which I thought was a like Wolverine you had two different heads why does this Wolverine not have two different heads that they, they con- probably way outdid it on that initial X-Men release because they knew that that was a huge announcement yeah um, and you have a bunch of really iconic looks when, you know, outside of, I don't want to say like diehard fans, but we were both aware of who Honey Badger was. I don't think a lot of other people may have been. I don't think Certainly it was as bad as Cassandra Nova, but I totally agree. A lot of people are like, who yeah. is this? Another Wolverine? <laughs> we get three Wolverines before Iceman? Um, I mean, probably. But I get that they they decided to go with their current look. Mm-hmm. X-23, um, Honey Badger is currently with the New Mutants. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And that's her, her current costume. And X-23, I don't know if she's affiliated with the team right now. She's just kind of on Krakoa because she's not in X-Force at the moment. I'm not I, sure. It's got to be weird. I, X-Force is a really specific team of X-Men. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right now there's only like three people on X-Force. Right. But like they're always they're they're the mutant murder squad. Yes. And it seems a little weird to have like a 14 year old girl on uh, on the murder <laughs> squad. I think she might even be younger than that. Right. But I know what you mean. Yeah. They had an X-Force team fall apart because someone killed a kid once. Like it was it was a child. It wasn't apocalypse. a kid apocalypse. Right. But he <laughs> but he was but he was a baby apocalypse. Yeah. That oh, man that. uh Rick Remender run was so was it that was, Rick Remender or was. Matt Fraction? It was it was it was Rick Remender. It was amazing. If it, you haven't read that one yet, read the Uncanny X Force. Uncanny X Force was so good. And then it rolled into Uncanny Avengers, mm-hmm. which was just as good because he continued his own storyline through that and it was amazing. And probably some of the best was some of the best. Not not the best, but way up there for some of the best Deadpool writing. Where he yeah. str- strode that line between like dad of the group that was actually the moral compass sometimes, Which is weird, and also dad of the group making sure everyone else stayed alive, feeding Archangel pieces of his skin while he was unconscious. Oh, that a, was so messed up. And it's so good. Pop up tent on the moon. Yeah. Ah, oh. the blue area of the moon. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, that was a, a great run. Do yourself a favor. Find that. Read it. It's so good. Art's incredible too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Jerome Pena is the artist. Yeah, who I love. He did Seven to Eternity. I believe was also Rick Remender. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, that that series is. It's only 17 issues long. Yeah, so good. I think it's by Image. Really, really cool. But all of my X Force characters are that the, that gray and black that look. gray and black oh, from I can't that. Wait run. for Phantom X. Right on that team too. 
He was. Because it, it was Wolverine, a Phantom X, Daredevil, not Daredevil, good lord, Deadpool, Deadpool. Archangel, and Psylocke, Psylocke. right? Was and that Wolverine. it? Didn't you say Wolverine? I said Wolverine, yeah. Yeah. I think that was the whole team. I think there were the little changes here and there, but I think that was the core team. Well, and they ended up switching to a drastically different group when they switched the Uncanny X-Force. Uh, after Uncanny X-Force kind of became Uncanny Avengers. Avengers. Well, yeah, because it was like half Avengers, half X-Men, yeah. which was cool. It had like Rogue, obviously Captain America. Quicksilver, Deadpool. I think Wonder Man was on that team? Maybe briefly. I think. I don't know. Really cool run. Rick Remender, I don't think it's enough credit. Oh, I, uh, absolutely. Um, but that follow-up team had, it was uh, Storm, Puck. What? Yeah. Psylocke and one of Phantom X's, um, his, uh, Phantom X's whole deal is he has three nervous systems. Well, yeah, they like kept making more. Like he was like, oh yeah, I actually had a third one this whole time. Hey. Well, one was the spaceship, <laughs> one was Eva. Yeah. And then there was like a darker part of his personality cluster, I think. So they all got separated. Oh, I think I missed that part. Yeah. So um, they all got separated. Uh, the spaceship nervous system ended up becoming a like female Phantom X. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was cluster. That was like their third evil twin out there somewhere that kind of became an, an antagonist that they were constantly trying to. Uh, oh, I haven't ever read that part of it. Oh, I've it's, never seen cluster. It's okay. rad. I, I love his story so much. Effectively. It, he's weapon X of the internet. I was like, yeah, people kept raiding weapon X facilities. So we, we just made it digital. We put it in the cloud. <laughs> So he grew up for like 60 years in the internet with uh, this like AI just called the mother that like raised him in uh, internet Siberia. The, that part of it sounds familiar. So maybe I have read stuff with this character. Yeah, you might have. Oh man, I've been rereading uh, Grant Morrison's run for new X-Men, mm -hmm. the, the introduction of Phantom X yeah. and everything. Uh, that was when he's in France as a cat burglar, right? Hang yeah, out he's with, the uh, world's greatest thief, but... Yeah. Dicking around with uh, Professor X and and Gene and Gene, yeah. Oh, he's so, I love how he's written. I I don't know Phantom X is. I I would I'd be okay with seeing him before Iceman. I'll, I'll say it. I appreciate. I'd that be personally. okay with it. I wouldn't really like it, but right. <laughs> um. So the last thing about Honey Badger, uh, when she flips, she loses one stamina. I think is the only difference. She's got four on that side. Yeah, that's the only one I see. And then just uh, we mentioned it briefly, but officially, uh, healing factor one. Yeah, yeah. Which is, okay, I'm fine with healing factor one. Yeah. She's she's a two threat. She shouldn't have healing factor two. That would be... That's yeah, a bit too good. It'd be a, a bit aggressive. Uh, so where do you see... Uh, we were assuming X-23 and X-Force, honey, mm -hmm. and, the, and both of them in X-Men. At least I'm assuming that's where they're going to fall for affiliations. Uh, what do you think? I think those two first... I, I think that's spot on. Um, I also think um, both in A-Force. Okay. And potentially X-23 and Avengers. Okay. She's been on the team at some point? I don't know. I <laughs> assume at guessing. this point... Well, they put Cable and Deadpool on there, you know, like... Well, Deadpool, like, ran the Avengers for a while. Yeah, okay. He did! Mm -hmm. After Tony Stark got arrested and everything went over to Hammer, Deadpool was the Avengers' only income source because he monetized his personality because everyone <laughs> loved Deadpool. But I just... It, a little and he was an uncanny avenger deadpool was mm -hmm. mm, i don't think so it was rogue quicksilver uh havoc captain america uh deadpool <laughs> okay uh the the one in human uh synapse was on that team oh i don't remember that much uh, apparently they, they fought this mutant that like turned everyone into a bunch of like tree zombies 
Tree zombies are no joke. They aren't. <laughs> uh, where do you see yourself taking Honey Badger? Uh, oh, assuming she's uh, she's a Phil character for me. I'm putting her on most lists. I like very legitimately really like Honey Badger. Uh, she'll she's gonna fill kind of that bullseye spot for me where I'm throwing her in because I have someone that I need to do damage and mm. she's going to make sure that that happens and get the heat off that person as well. I think she'll be my typical go-to two threat. Yeah, I got two points left. I think she'll be at the very right now. Two point Black Widow is like my go-to two. If yeah. I need a two threat, I usually throw her in there because she's got the long move. She's got stealth. Mm-hmm. Her attack, she can do stagger if you yeah. really needed to do something offensively. I really like her as a two threat. I've kind of but turned, Honey Badger. Yeah. Ooh, she might take over that spot. I've kind of turned the corner on stealth um, because the only thing that stealth actually does is block uh, range four and five attacks. Which who cares? Hawkeye can't shoot her. That's it. I mean, yeah, it's. I, I feel to, like it's not as good as it. I overvalued stealth a lot for I a long time. Kind of agree. And then I started running lists where it's like, oh yeah, I don't even have anyone that has above a three range, and that's like a regular occurrence. Yeah, outside of bullseye. Yeah, I feel like it's not for whatever reason. It's not as good as it used to be. Yeah, stealth. So I feel like two point Black Widow has kind of fallen out of favor of those go to two points. And for the longest time, I didn't take a Koye just because it was the popular choice. It was, yeah, Same thing. I just didn't want to do what everybody does. I always <laughs> I always threw in. Uh, I loved Rocket and Nebula as my two point throws throw ins adored them. Rocket. I've grown to like Nebula more. Yeah, um, I haven't tried Bullseye as a two point th- two threat yet. Uh, but he'll definitely be in there at some point. Um, what am I missing? Oh, Toad sometimes, depending on the crisis we were playing. Yeah. If I knew he could potentially try to grab something. Especially once I realized that it, I I was playing Toad wrong for a long time. I thought he could secure from that range, too, not just interact with objectives. Oh, right, right. So, But I, I still like Toad as well. Especially because I'm going to get in someone's face and spit acid on him to get incinerate. Just I know, because. I know I shouldn't. I know that's Wargaming Dad will tell you you're doing it wrong. That's correct. <laughs> uh, I also love Incinerate. So do you feel like Honey Badger is an example of power creep or for like, oh, she's at the top of our two threat list? Or is it just, you know, because no, she's not at the top of my two threat list um, because. Is it more just she's new and I want to try her she's a all the time? She's a specialist for sure. I love her in Crime Syndicate. I love her backing up Kingpin. Mm. making sure that kingpin's damage is going to get through and just murder somebody Ugh, getting in between <laughs> a cluster of characters and getting that uh one die less for cane laser yeah things uh. like that uh same with vision I-, I love her as a support uh tactical piece but if i'm running heavy melee i'm, I'm gonna need a range and i'm gonna take a rocket or i'm gonna take a a, a significantly more mobile piece like mm. uh, uh nebula um and i'm gonna use bullseye whenever i can can you imagine the one turn you get where honey badger's in the middle of a bunch of characters ankle biting them all mm-hmm. because they you're playing like game of shelters or something you've got ghost rider mm-hmm. who does what is it flames of hell is that his yeah, beam something like that but you also just played bitter rivals because you are unimaginative yeah way ahead of you way ahead of you and it's just like oh you just don't get defense dice apparently you always roll a minimum of one <laughs> But 
But like you get so you get incinerated from the first flames of hell and then you do it again. And it's like, oh, you're all at minus three dice. Well, and, you know, generally I find myself <laughs> going up usually against some heavily defensible characters. Uh, you have a penchant to like characters that murder people and have good defenses. <laughs> Danny does as well. I um, like the heavy hitters for sure. Yeah. So like it's sometimes difficult. I was like, well, I, I have to rely on incinerate. I have to rely on guaranteed damage and throws because I know I'll be able to get that through against some of the higher defensive, uh, higher defend defensible characters. Incinerate, ankle biter, and bitter rivals, all stacking together. Yeah. Yes, is is absolutely something that makes blood rush from the normal parts <laughs> of my body. Yep, that's a big old moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, thank you. So to be able to have potentially three defensive dice lower on like an Angela, on a Hulk, on a She-Hulk, on a Convocation characters that have used the Ironbound books of Shumu Gorath, like, yes. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. That is Gorath. (laughs) Mitch just team up with Thor because... (laughs) <laughs> because he's he knows he's so bad she'll just her being there will help <laughs> wouldn't be an episode of wait that real wild if mitch didn't have some kind of eh, thor hate and well and and think about the the power combo with ankle biter mental domination and cassandra nova mm. being able to mentally dominate an opponent to move closer to Honey Badger. Yeah. To then attack their own teammate. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Oh, uh, I can't wait to use I, her. I know Mitch is super excited about any time Cassandra Nova makes it to the table. Oh, yeah. So I have to use her next time I play. God, I'm reading the Grant Morrison run. I just read a bunch of stuff about Cassandra Nova. She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, she so, Indiana Jones is and doesn't even wear a hat. Right. Well, she started with a hat. Yeah, she oh, got rid of it. Um grand reveal that she looks kind of like charles xavier so we what are they march release i think yeah is the plan because i believe juggernaut rogue gambit colossus magic are all next month mm-hmm. i believe is what it's supposed to be so i think these guys aren't until march which sounds so far away <laughs> it really does well i sometimes i forget we're actually like halfway through january almost it's stupid Yesterday was Christmas, right? You it know? seems like it. Uh, super excited for her. Super excited for that box. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about uh, the a big reveal we got on like Tuesday? Yes. Yes. With a real sexy picture. With a real sexy picture. So we got a picture of Shadowlands Daredevil, <clears throat> Electra, and a group of hand ninjas. Hot ninjas. Which... It's super cool. After the reveal earlier this month of Nick Fury Jr. and the Shield Grunts. Cool. We Very finally, cool. We finally got a little bit of information on what the Grunts actually are. And we actually checked a whole ton of boxes last week, Danny and I, as far as what we thought that these might be. Nice. That they wouldn't be gaining power. Mm. They don't. They can't interact with objectives. Makes sense. Um, they do die when you just kill them. And yeah, so so they don't daze. They just immediately get KO'd and they have to act like a minion on the controlling character's turn. Which is really cool. I, I'm pretty sure sh- I would be surprised if uh, the parent model doesn't have a way to bring Grunts back after you KO him. I wouldn't you be know? shocked about that either. I'd be surprised if they didn't have that. So especially with some of the language that they use in these paragraphs saying, that, yeah, you know, they just fall down to get replaced by others. And I forget Love the it. exact 
Also, we we had gotten though the typical like Amazon leak where they showed just like the name of the product. So we knew Nick Fury Jr. with Shield agents were coming. Yeah. But the Daredevil one was worded really weird, where it said Daredevil Shadowlands Daredevil and Electra Hand Ninjas, and we're like, that's so weird that we're getting a second Daredevil and Hand Ninjas before Electra, but. So they're her hand ninjas, and we were all confused about it. And then they showed the picture. It was like, okay, good. It was Daredevil, Electra, and hand ninjas. They just typed it wrong or yes. whatever. And it's like, awesome. I'm I'm not like a huge Electra fan, but I'm excited for it. she looks cool. I yep. like Electra well enough. There was a cool. I've always been a massive fan of the Thunderbolts. One of the more recent uh, runs that I read was Thunderbolts, led by Red Hulk, Thunderbolt Ross, that had Agent Venom. Ghost Rider, Punisher, Deadpool, and Elektra. Just a black and red murder squad. Mm. And that's what they did, except they were doing like more covert, like, no, we're going to go into this country and we're going to murder the entire like uh, government system or whatever. Uh, but really gave me an appreciation of Elektra and especially the dynamic between Punisher and Elektra. Okay. Like, absolutely respected one another and, like, kind of had that, like, everyone else here is idiots. <laughs> like, let's just go in there and murder these people and, and then get out. I did really gain more of an appreciation for Electra from the Daredevil Netflix show. She was really good on that. Yeah. I mean, everything about that show was so good. The Daredevil but, movie with Ben Affleck. I completely agree. Yeah, Jennifer Garner's Electra solo movie. You know, if you want to. I, I sometimes forget that that happened. Yeah, I, I tried to. Uh, you watched it? <laughs> I did. I think I redboxed it. I think I rented it from Redbox yeah. or something. It is bad. I don't remember almost anything about it. It was awful. I remember seeing commercials or like the trailer or something. There was like animal people or people that turned to animals. Or I something. don't. They had like tattoos that they could use or something. I don't really remember. I don't. I think Jennifer Garner was fine as Electra. Would have yeah. been nice if they actually got somebody Greek, but whatever. Um, it was early 2000s, so they didn't care about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that she, I don't think she was bad in Daredevil, but her solo movie was pretty trash. Because the, the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie does have a fair bit of redeeming qualities. Well, and it's one of those ones that got better, significantly better with the director's cut. Like. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot there, but the couple scenes that you saw that they ta that he was able to save were like, wow, these were bangers and actually added a whole lot of context mm. uh i mean the worst bullseye ever a, a pretty solid kingpin at least i like but, colin farrell's bullseye i he was a, totally a caricature yeah but i thought that i liked that about it i like colin farrell when he just gets to do whatever the hell colin farrell wants to do that's fair that's certainly what it seemed like yeah he was having fun with it and that's Ab all that yeah matters. absolutely um but so we also found out on the stream that Shadowlands Daredevil is going to be a new affiliation leader for Criminal Syndicate. Yeah, that is exciting completely. I don't know much about Shadowlands Daredevil, so that is a complete surprise to me. Love it. I love multiple leaders for affiliations. More of that, please. Shadowlands Daredevil is if Batman went Red Hood instead of having to have a Robin murdered to become the Red Hood. Right. Daredevil, uh, so Shadowlands some Daredevil is that. like, all right. Sometimes you just have to fight crime by controlling crime. If I I'm, love that idea. I need to read yeah, this run. It's it's stellar. Do you know who it's by? No. Okay. I I've I only know authors and stuff if you've told me nine times. <laughs> okay, fair. I I'm gonna look that up on uh, Marvel Unlimited quick. 
but uh, no, it's super stellar. Uh, super excited that they're putting out this particular Daredevil and that he's going to be a leader of Crime Syndicate. Um, in addition to, they, I, I believe they also said that his affiliation ability will be kind of similar to, uh, or like the opposite-ish of um, Miles Morales Spider-Man's. So what I assume that to be is actually similar to the Spider-Foes affiliation ability, where maybe you are re-rolling opponent's defense dice. Instead of like a copy leadership. So the thing is, is that out of the things that could be considered as opposite of. They said it's opposite Miles Miles Morales, which to me reads one of two things. X-Force, you're re-rolling attack dice instead of defense dice. Yeah, again, don't want to repeat. Right. Or you're re-rolling their. Maybe you're re-rolling their attack. That's what I was just thinking. Maybe every time you are attacked once per turn when you're. Criminal Syndicate character is attacked. You can force your opponent to re-roll an attack die. That could be. I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah. But that would be one that I'd have to play a few times to see. If it happened every turn, it could be pretty. Eventually, it would add up. Kind of like the new Oscorp weaponry. It's so much better because Law of Numbers, you'll eventually have it work where you save damage. Maybe because they're a murder squad. They count blanks as defense successes while not holding or congest or contesting objectives. Because uh Okay. Because Miles Morales gets can reroll skulls yeah. if they're holding objectives. I hope it's something offensive from what you're telling me about the whole Shadowlands thing, which was I, written by Andy Diggle. The old Diggle. Which is a great name. <laughs> I could I could go for a Diggle. Uh but yeah, I mean, we're here for wild speculation. So if it's opposite of my, that's such a weird way to word it because it can mean a bunch of things. Like you said, the first thing it makes me think of is. Or, that, or maybe it's nebulous, uh, passive, innate. Maybe they get to re-roll attack dice if they are attacking a character holding an objective. That I, actually makes a oh, shit ton of That'd sense. be really cool for a whole affiliation ability. I'm actually stamping it right now. They could re-roll an attack dice, including skulls, if they are attacking a um oh a character holding an objective i like that a lot yeah and i like the offensive nature to that yeah i I think miles morales allows you to re-roll one defense die Mm -hmm. and you can also that could be a skull if you're holding or contesting an objective correct so i feel like maybe it's i feel like there's another aspect of that affiliation ability that maybe i'm forgetting i think that's all of it but i feel like if you if you could re-roll all of your attack die against somebody with an objective i think that's too much I for an affiliation well. ability maybe it'll be you can and then you're just x-force if you can re-roll an, an attack die if they're holding it it's just x-force but worse maybe you get to re-roll an attack die but you can also re-roll skulls if your opponent if your target is holding your contest yeah i don't i'm not in love with that because then it is just x forces but better with a little extra something i don't yeah, yeah i like uh i forgot what you said already <laughs> pretty much that yeah i i hope it's something offensive if it's opposite of miles um but obviously there's so many ways that one can go call, that. one skull counts as a success on attacks if you are attacking a so that's what i could see it being okay i like that the f- one skull counts as a success maybe not a crit it doesn't need to be insane but no. one skull counts as a success uh on attack rolls if you are attacking a target that is holding an objective or contesting an objective so i'm i'm okay that seems yeah. like a leadership 
level ability it doesn't mm -hmm. seem too too good or or not good enough that i'd be okay with that uh this box also comes with a bunch of tactics cards five five which is not a small amount it is not a small amount no uh crisis but yeah that's a little surprise that's very surprising actually neither does nick fury jr right which is again very surprising they've gotten very sporadic so and here's the thing on whether they delineate on this or not um current rule says if the character's on there the character's on there right so even if there's multiple versions the same alias so if he is an affiliation leader for crime syndicate that means he's on the crime syndicate list yes which should mean that you can use the vanilla daredevil and crime syndicate he will be added to that list as a whole well i i'm sure they're going to call him shadowlands daredevil instead of daredevil same alias though no but affiliation lists go by oh it does by have they separated spider-man and amazing spider-man on affiliation lists yes they have pretty sure okay yeah 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 because he's a leader because he was spider-man is on web warriors amazing spider-man is a, a leader for web warriors okay you can't then have amazing spider-man and spider-man in the same squad of course right but you can't on the same roster now so I, right. I def I would be shocked. Well, we know from the title of the box that he's Shadowlands Daredevil. Like Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme. OK, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like you can't take Doctor Strange to lead the defenders and then take Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme on your defenders. Right. But they're both defenders. Right. And they're both convocation. No breathing. Also. Right. For sure. I think Dr. Strange Sorcerer Supreme is a defender. Not, I, yeah, yeah, because people were all confused on like Facebook. Like, why would they be on there if you can't take the leader? But so, separate group of affiliations then. So does that mean we'll get Shadowlands Daredevil on Cabal and Crime Syndicate? Maybe another, maybe Spider-Foes? Yeah. Or, and will that mean that then he's not on Avengers and Defenders and Web Warriors? Yeah, that makes sense to me. He seems like a very different, like the same person, but a very different character. Yeah. I think he's also the one that uh, went into the hospital and, and really broke Bullseye. Oh, like put him in the hospital and then just went in there and kept like. Does he right. still have his Here radar sense and everything? I can't remember. I believe so. Okay. But I'm really interested to see how they do Daredevil differently because he's so. Not one note, but like he doesn't have a ton of stuff going on. Right. And I feel like they they really nailed Daredevil with his original. So like this kind of bad guy version of Daredevil. I'm, I'm really curious to see how they'll do it differently. I think it'll be similar to the Stranges. I think it'll be the same threat. Mm, I, was, I was just going to say, I hope he's a three threat because we already have a four threat leader for Criminal Syndicate. Yeah. I like it when they're different threat levels. I do as well. I do as well. But if they're going to make it effectively a very different character that exists on different affiliation lists. You're right. I do want different threat uh, values for leaders. Mm. But maybe a five. A five threat daredevil? He has all the radar senses. He has all the, the rerolls and blanks of successes, except he's just more lethal. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be totally against it. I we were all surprised when Daredevil was a four threat when he came out. You know what? I am calling it right now. Shadowlands Daredevil medium movement, not long. I 100% agree. Yep. I think he'll be a three threat medium move Ooh. and he'll be all about offense. Yeah. I don't know much about the character, but that's where I'm going with it. Three. 
so I, I but I always do this and I'm always wrong when I do this. 100% of the time. If I love a character, I want them to be a higher threat because I want them to be an absolute badass. Well, yeah, I want a six threat Iceman. Absolutely. We're going to get three threat, though. I mean, <laughs> he's an Omega level mutant. He's yeah, going to be three threat. He's going to get ankle biter. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I hope he gets stronger. I hope he's a four or better. Um, But yeah, with. Because that's what I want. Yeah, he's going to be a three. I'll have to read some of the Shadowlands story and come back with a bit more. I'm going to go. I, I want him to be a three only because Kingpin's already a four threat leader. The only reason. Right. I don't want a higher threat because Criminal Syndicate doesn't have a ton of high threat characters, but I want to use Omega Red and Criminal, Criminal Syndicate. I want to use sometimes Green Goblin. You know, I want to yeah. use some more of those higher threat characters. Venom. <laughs> that went on um while. so here's the thing though when i i think the cool thing about heroes turning into villains is that the the narrative is always like now they're unleashed now they're not holding back so i think by making him a three over a four or five is doing a disservice to that type of flip in a in a hero okay i can uh, get behind that because yeah. i think that's that's the whole point uh, shadowlands daredevil is daredevil unrestrained he should be more dangerous than regular Daredevil. Correct. I get it. Okay. Um, so maybe that's it. Maybe maybe he is a three threat or a four threat, but and they balance that out a little bit by maybe he doesn't have as much health. Maybe he's not as defensive. Maybe he's just absolutely aggro. Uh, Which I would love. Yeah. <laughs> I love those characters. So <laughs> I'm super stoked for him. I'm actually really excited for Elektra. Here's what I hope we see. Okay. Which means we won't get it. I do want a four threat Elektra. I want stealth at range two. I want oh, super stealth. That would be pretty cool, but yeah. I don't see that happening. I don't either. Once again, these are the things I want. So uh, long movement, super stealth. Where's bright red? Come on. Yeah, listen, it's stealth. Stealth could be her just her being very quiet. Yeah, I, know. I mean, we got Gamora with stealth wearing bright white. So, right. Uh, okay. Uh, pierce and bleed on everything. Yes. Um, and re-rolling dice. Auto bleed. And blanks as successes. Places. And a counterattack. <sighs> okay, I mean, yeah, I just she's want in four threat territory for sure. Yeah, I just want her to have everything. She'll be a 4-3-3 three, three for defenses. Uh, if she's four threat, then she's 6-6 six, six for health. Nope, she's actually going to be lower health. Okay. She's going to be 5-6. Oh, because she's so hard to hit. Yep. 5-6. Yep. More when she flips. Okay. 5-5. Mm 5-5. -hmm. Five, five. Five, five. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Dangerous, you know? A little bit of a glass cannon. She's got a strength six builder. Yeah. Or is it only strength five because she's got pierce and bleed? It's only strength five because she's got pierce and bleed. Auto bleed. Auto bleed. Uh, pierce on a wild. Auto bleed, pierce on a wild, and elusive on a wild. And elusive. And elusive. On her builder? On her builder. Ooh, so what's her spender like? Her spender? Well, she's got two builders. Yes. She's got she a one, one power generating spender where she can throwing stars or throw her side. And that one has bleed on a wild. Okay, but strength, range four, strength four. Yeah, yep. Or maybe, maybe strength five, but it costs a power. I don't like that. Yeah, but her spender, four power, has a movement component. Absolutely, automatically move medium after the attack is resolved. Yep, uh, does something extra if they're bleeding, and oh, she can reroll as as many dice in it if she's bleeding if if they're bleeding and. Um, it's staggers. I was, uh, she's going to have a flurry. 
hit yeah. and wild and hit, she can do another uh, strike for free. She gets a throw for free afterwards. Really, Her throw attack, up. not yeah. a not a throw. So, correct. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she should not have down. a throw. All right. So let me reformat this. Uh, so it is range three, three. <laughs> for four power strength six okay that's what i was thinking it can re-roll as many dice as she wants if the opponent is bleeding it also applies bleed it also has pierce and elusive on a wild and no it doesn't have that was it now you're just her builder but a little bit better yes yeah so forget all that once again start over wipe it clean (laughs) all right so we got range three strength six range or power four four power can re-roll as many dice as she wants as long as the opponent is bleeding it auto shark it auto bleeds and if she rolls a hit and a crit she can make uh her ranged attack for free after moving away from the opponent short does it have to be against the same target or does it have to be a different target just or she may make okay i like attack. that it's like saber tooth yeah mm-hmm. she she also has saber tooth counter attack yes and healing power. factor she's just saber and aggressive yeah she's she's just better saber tooth now no i like saber tooth i also like saber she's definitely long movement too i don't know if you said that yeah obviously and she has charge (laughs) what what and still four threat and hit and run (laughs) wait what (laughs) it's called charge and run i didn't know that you loved (laughs) she moves attacks and then moves again yeah (laughs) i didn't realize you loved Electra so much why is she so good she's a badass And she has stealth uh, at, at range two. Uh, I like this character a lot. She's an auto include, especially yeah. with Blade. Mm-hmm. Would she? I don't know much about the Midnight Suns. Would she be on Midnight Suns? Do you think she is now? <laughs> you heard it here first. She's definitely Criminal Syndicate. Yes. Would she be Web Warriors? Do you think? Probably not. Could be Defenders. Okay. Um, Cabal. Probably and she's you like she's she's in a weird spot because she's an a sometimes a good guy, sometimes a bad guy kind yeah. of thing. A force I could see and weapon X. Do we know that the hand ninjas go with Shadowlands Daredevil or do they go with Electra? Which one's the parent? Both. Neither. <laughs> it comes to the box that they don't do that the parent. I think. I think it's Electra. I didn't watch the stream, but I'm pretty. I mean, I don't know. The whole point of. Shadowlands Daredevil, he took over like Kingpin's territory, right? Yeah. He wasn't leader of the hand at that time, right? I, I feel don't know. like Electra should be the leader of the I'm, ninjas. I'm coming out really strong as if I've actually read any of these or have a frame of reference. No, I'm just shooting from the hip. I, you, I mean, you say it with confidence, people I, believe you. That's 100%. So, um, and Mitch says, T, um, threat eight stats, but only a four on the table. <laughs> Accurate. So she only has one energy defense and no mystic defense. Mitch also thinks both are going to be the parent. Oh, it, was it confirmed in the stream that oh. both parents? I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I I think I definitely want Electra to be the parent of the hand ninjas. I think that's super cool. I think that might bump her up to a four. And in the in the grunt um, entry, it did talk about how they were going to have, the parents were going to have abilities to bring them in and dismiss them and suspend them and stuff. So maybe... These are a you bring in the hand ninjas within range three. They attack something and then they poof out of there. They're poof. gone. They're a good poofer. Yeah, they're going to poofing all over the place. I love the idea of Daredevil bringing them in in one spot. They do something. 
disappear. And then Electra's like, no, over here. And then poof, they're there again. I mean, they're ninjas. They should be all over the place. You should not know where those ninjas are going to show up. Apparently, that's already confirmed, too. <laughs> Apparently, we're just, we're on the money. Oh, man, we are nailing it. Right? Uh, I should have watched that stream, but I didn't. Yeah, so they probably said, you know, that she's a, t a, a, a four threat that has super stealth and is Sabretooth, but... Secretly, we did watch the stream. We're just playing it off like we're making this up. Right. <laughs> uh, so, since we got there a little uh, already, what about, what do you think of Grunts? I know you talked about it a bit with Nick Fury Jr. Yeah. last week. I, I think it's cool, and I think they alleviated a lot of the um, concerns people would have, too. They're like, this is not a swarm thing. This is specific characters can bring them in for specific actions, and then they're done, and they're over, or they're dismissed. They can't contest. They don't gain power. That means that they are going to be incredibly self-contained, I think, if you are doing it. This is, in fact, the way to do it. How do you feel about three people on a medium base as the grunt? I have no feelings on that at all. I mean, obviously, you're not going to paint them and whatnot, but how do you like what do you think of it for the aesthetics and working in the game? I I wish I had stronger feelings on it. I don't okay. I, like I think it's fine. I was just curious, like do you, if you loved it, if you hated it or if you didn't really care. I, I think it looks cool. I like the idea. I see a lot of back and like a lot of both sides in Facebook groups where people yeah. want nameless grunts at one threat. People hate the idea of nameless grunts at one threat. Like you said, I think this is the way to do it. Mm -hmm. You they you only get them with certain characters. They can't do a lot of things that regular characters can do. They're easy to take down. Mm -hmm. And I like how it's not you have one model of a single shield agent who's just who cares who it is? Correct. I love the idea that this base you put down has three awesome looking ninjas on it. Because mm -hmm. who cares who they are? But it looks awesome. And that's it's superhero stuff. That's what it should be. That should be like, number one, it looks fucking cool. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I they, like this. I love things that weigh specifically one or more of my opponent's actions. <laughs> yeah, fair. Grunts will waste one or more of my opponent's actions. Stagger wastes one of my opponent's actions. Mm. Ankle you back. having one stamina left wastes waste an action yep. usually to 100%. get rid of that one stamina. Parting shot, making me further away, <laughs> wastes another of your action to have to charge or come at me. Yeah, I, I like things. I, I, I love the resource management of affecting my opponent's turn cool i'm really excited to see the grunt card mm -hmm. um to see like oh do they have one stamina do they have three because there's three people on there like yeah. how what do their defenses look like are they going to be super crappy are they like two 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 are they the standard three 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 like i, I i'm really curious to see what that's going to look like and yeah. how how exactly they work we know that parents can bring them in they don't start on the table at deployment right i i'm not pretty sure they said that they don't start the game. You don't start with grunts on the table. I'm pretty sure they come in later. Uh, I did watch the one um, stream where Dallas was painting Nick Fury Jr. He talked a lot about the grunts. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what he was saying. They don't start on the table, but now I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think it might be case by case. Who knows? Shield Angels may start in, but... You know, they got I mean? that cool repelling rope. They got to come in later. No, that that's very fair. So, <laughs> and and they're keeping that thematic as well, where you know the ninjas are poofing out of smoke, um, tactical explosions. Uh, they get summoned. Mitch says, "Mitch, I'm glad you're here, man." Was I know when I was watching the stream, I was like basically live tweeting it to our Discord. Um, 
So thank you, Mitch, for having that information faster than I could. I do Wait. love that they don't have an injured side. You take them down once they're done until they come back, probably. Mm -hmm. As far as we knew. I think they're doing a good job with it. This was the way to implement it. I'm glad they weren't implemented at the start and they waited effectively for the Agreed. the Hadron Collider that is Internet um, Facebook groups to already kind of put the information out there that was unasked for about what they wanted and wanted to hate about it mm. so they could make those informed decisions. It was one of the things a lot of people obviously... Um, I don't think this game gets compared to Heroclix too much other than it's a miniature game with Surprisingly, Marvel license. It, it it's doesn't. so different that yeah. it's hard to compare it. Now, one of the things I hated about Heroclix from the very beginning is they had nameless shield agents and whatnot, and then they had, like, shield medics. They had a, a healing ability, and yeah. that was in every single list. You put your shield medic in first because they cost almost no points, they, they couldn't take hits at all, but you just ran them up behind your heroes to heal them. Mm -hmm. And it was an auto include every time because they were so easy to fit in. And I really like they didn't go this route. Yes. Didn't go that route. I like what they're doing with the grunts. I like how they're going to be some kind of support, but I doubt they're going to be that kind of thing where every because you, you might not want to take Electra every single time. You might not want to take Nick Fury every single time to get the grunt. I don't think they're going to be an auto-include. I think they'll just be something cool, new added to the game. Yeah. I'm playing with that dice. Why? It's making sounds on the mic. Oh. <laughs> I got something in my hands. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm I super excited for him. I'm, I'm excited to see more. I am calling it right now. It's canon. We will get a new MODOK with <gasps> agents of aim please i didn't care about modok before but um since dagna gifted that one to me and we have modak modagna mm -hmm. um i'd be okay with that we get brodok <laughs> uh i don't know about modok but so at one point the runaways fought brodok who was um a fabio looking character with a massive head <laughs> i think it was called like uh Bonafide organism designed only for kissing. Oh and he had like a dating uh, business. <laughs> and anyone that turned him down, he turned into giant hideous monsters. Uh, oh and that's god. why the runaways had to take him down. Oh, he's a he was a runaways villain. Yeah. Oh my god. It was like Modoc went out, you know, to California to like reinvent himself. So can we get uh, this new Modoc as an uh, an affiliation leader for AIM? Mm -hmm. I don't know who else would be on that, but he can have his AIM grunts. Yeah, which sounds everybody loves. We need heads. a new. We need more villain um, affiliations. Arnim Zola would be a good one too. Arnim Zola, said. yeah, I love Arnim Zola. The uh, what's the super adaptoid? Is that what he has? I think so. His face is on. Um, speaking of totally new, different stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about our uh, upcoming totally new way to play the game? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it a little last week. So we're going to be making, at least I'm assuming this is what you mean, that we're going to be making kind of like uh, tactical war decks, effectively yes. custom affiliation decks uh, for each affiliation uh, as kind of a new alternate way to play um, to get victory points. If you watched any of our streams uh, over the last few weeks over on the Twitch at twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we were playing a New Year's Eve kind of proto event 
where every turn uh, characters would draw new resolutions. And then we kind of scaled that down into the team was drawing resolutions that you had to complete to get victory points. And um, from there, we're going to turn that into sp affiliation specific card decks where you will kind of draw new objectives or swap them out uh, via the gameplay. And it'll be customized to that particular affiliation. So you'll kind of have um, win conditions and victory point conditions that are based around actually playing that affiliation. And we're, we're going to be theming them around like how that uh, particular affiliation would normally act like X-Men would have way more teamwork type objectives they have to fulfill compared to like criminal syndicate who are all just kind of doing their own thing. Right. Under the heel of a powerful leader. Um, I'm really excited for this. I can't wait to, to work on developing it. Yeah. Um, That'll be once we roll, we'll be playtesting it a whole bunch, of course. Um, and this is something that kind of replaces the crises, right? Yes. Yep. So we'll have to, I mean, obviously uh, kind of nail those down there. There should still be objectives of some form on the table. Yes. Maybe this is something that you can play in addition to to regular crisis. eye, or in place of you can kind of make it. I think it would be cool way. to have kind of like um, each affiliation has like three different like maps that you can yeah. instead of instead of choosing the crisis you choose the map where different objectives are where your um all the decks have a way to interact with those objectives in their unique ways i like that like they kind of come pre-bundled with uh their own like you're playing against criminal syndicate and they have these three particular things on how the map could be set up it certainly needs to be more than one. Oh yeah that's why it's a three yeah. just seems to be the magic yeah. number so well and it, it's an analog for you know what I mean? When you come and you build your crisis, when you're playing a standard game, you're you have your two decks of three. Now you exactly. have one, but they'll be, you know, custom custom fitted like a tailored crime syndicate suit. Mm. That's why I went with three, because we had the three Christ, three yeah. secures and three extracts. So then you're still grabbing. For, and I like that, too, because I love the interaction of like, oh, well, I'm playing crime syndicate and I have these. But how does that affect a forces? You know, because I'm going to be playing against specifically one of their three or just in humans there's gonna be fart gas all around and they just melt x-men <laughs> so uh but yeah the whole idea was this was just to to have like a, a professional casual network unique way to play the game just to mix it up a bit because we love ultimate encounters we love the organized play kits the base the standard way to play with the crises is so good um but we, we want to you know have something unique and original and so these will be available uh to purchase but we'll be giving them all away at some tier on the patreon as well so if you're mm -hmm. not a member over there make sure to go you can join for as little as a dollar assuming that there are still spots open for that particular tier or you can get access to the discord via the twitch if you use that free amazon prime twitch subscription you can throw that at us at twitch.tv slash professional casual network and you'll get access to the discord and i think i have it turned off where it doesn't get taken away either it's kind of your back door in <laughs> I always like to leave the back door open. Yeah, so I think this is a fantastic idea. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's super cool, super good. I love it. Um, I know it was kind of inspired by like the 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 Maelstrom tactical decks yes. from Warhammer 40k yep. when they first came out. I loved it when they added that where every turn you drew cards and it was that was your objective for the turn. Yeah. I thought that really opened up the game to to be less okay i'm just gonna obliterate your army as fast as possible mm -hmm. now you're working towards these certain things and i love the idea of um customizing it to the affiliations i think that's yeah. super cool where like black order is going to be all about dealing damage mm -hmm. right x-men is going to be about working together in some ways i love the i don't know why popping in my head is like making sure you get two characters 
on an objective yes. kind of thing, like to get to get points because uh, they have to work together to do it. And there, I mean, there's so many things out there. Mm-hmm. You know, web warriors have to move all over the place. Yes. You Once know, again, the Inhumans have to fart on X Men a whole bunch. Ah, oh man, those Inhumans farting all over the they place. They do. I mean, luckily they have Lockjaw there to really kind of carry the team with pepperoni dog farts. But <laughs> oh, broccoli dog farts. That's why you can That's teleport away from them. He just did. <laughs> <laughs> the old toot and teleport, like they call it. TNT. The old TNT. It's dynamite. <laughs> but I think that is it for this week yeah we were fairly succinct it's only almost 20 after eight yeah <laughs> we only went on like 18 tangents i listen once again my <laughs> nightstand situation i just i've always had way too many but you haven't been able to fix that one so your cords can come out of it no it's too bad right it would have to it's a, it's a whole thing <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole thing it's a whole thing but <laughs> That said, make sure to go over to professionalcasual.com. Uh, you can find the most recent episodes of all of our podcasts there. Um, check out the Facebook. That's where we drop the most recent relevant and best news. Facebook.com slash professional casual. Whole bunch of other socials there on the site as well. Check them out. And always, every Monday, 7 p.m., just like uh, this show, every Thursday, 7 p.m. on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. But Monday is over on the Twitch. Uh, come, you know, play terrifying sounds that scare the shit out of us. Well, that play, applause. watch some super cool cosplay that's definitely high level that you will certainly see people cosplaying at the next convention if those ever exist. Hey, it helps with your dice rolls, apparently. It does. Oh, we never even talked about our Monday game. Oh, yeah. Let's do that real quick. I got my ass fucking handed to me. It was shocking. I actually tabled Tim, which I've never done in this game. Like, I, I never yeah. tabled anybody in this game. It happens very rarely. But when Rocket gets four plasma gun shots in a turn and they all and do, then a Hadron and they all do <laughs> heaps of damage. <laughs> this game really made me appreciate Nebula. I always. Yeah. Would joke and say nebula doesn't do anything i've never had good luck with her she opened up a can this yeah. game which makes me more excited for honey badger because i think honey badger is just a variant of you know she's very slightly different nebula yeah so i'm like okay i like her more now mm-hmm. oh my god that was a bloodbath i had three characters out of six at the end on the table yeah and that was it like mm-hmm. oh rocket just hosed iron fist and moon knight they had no chance he was just, you know, it was like the scene in, in the prison in the first Guardians where he's just on Groot's shoulder just going, ah, <laughs> blasting everything. Just, yeah, Moon Knight and Iron Fist got <laughs> wiped out. Deadly Duo is such a good card. First round, what's the um, uh, Midnight Suns? Everyone's Siege of Darkness. Siege of Darkness. Oh, I was so scared of that card. Out of the three attacks I think I got on that, I rolled two total successes. And did no damage. Did zero damage. <laughs> Um, and I set it up so too perfectly. I was like, everyone's going to move up. The characters that have uh, an extra power at the start of their phase won't need to attack. But Moon Knight and Blade, I'll get into position to use their ranged attacks, which will automatically generate a power. So at the end of the first round, they're all going to get extra attacks as we are rushing towards those midpoints. It was so typical, Tim, where you set it up just right. And then the dice were like, nah. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I was so scared of that card. And then you, when you played it, I was like, crap, already? This is going to hurt so bad. And then Rocket was just like, I don't get hit. He was. And Groot was like, I am Groot. And Groot wasn't even protecting him either. He didn't need it. No. Right. Moon Knight's throwing bullshit. Far. Blade's throwing bullshit. Iron Fist is trying to like fly and kick him. And no one can just hit this trash panda that doesn't even have a tree to protect him. That's the real power behind Rocket Raccoon is... 
Everyone thinks they need to work around Groot. They don't. They actually need to work around Rocket being unfucking touchable. <laughs> yeah, well, when you roll one to two damage every time, and he, he blocks one no matter what with cover, and then I roll yeah. another success anyway, was like, all right, well, I blocked two of your one, so. But so, end result, outside of uh, of dice rolls, what did you think of New Guardians? Because I I think they're fucking badass now. I um I think every, because uh, I took Star-Lord, Rocket and Groot, obviously, I had Ronan, Nebula, and Gamora. Everyone but Drax and Angela, right? Effectively? Yeah, because yeah. uh, they've been used fairly recently, and they, they didn't like get Drax changed. Um, yeah. I was really disappointed that I didn't get to see much with Star-Lord, because you punked him super fast. Yeah. I think he was KO'd round two. He was. Um, so I didn't get to use Hit and Run with him. He had the power gem, so I was ready for him to just jump all over the place. Um, that was disappointing, but the rest of the team more than made up for it. Right. Rocket alone more yeah. than made up for it. So... Uh, big Chuck's here, everybody. Oh, hey! Going? Yeah. Oh man! Hi, internet. <laughs> so, uh, we're talking about how uh, Dan spread my cheeks and uh, fucking annihilated me on well, Monday. Rocket just went right really up there. One, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, if if I'm glad I could be your first, if you were going to table someone, I'm glad it was me. Um, Hi, internet. Uh, I tested positive today, by the way. Just a heads up quick. Only Hell my yeah. beard, though. <laughs> so. yeah. Listen, I'm looking for any excuse not to go to work. <laughs> um, uh, Mitch just said Guardian's greater than Sam Spam. Uh, I, sure. I think so. I like the Sam Spam with more throws. Oh, I well, I, the only throw I had there was Ronan. He never did it. Oh, yeah. He barely attacked, though. But I I love new Guardians. They're, I thought they were great before. I didn't necessarily even think they needed to get get buffed, and they all got buffed. The affiliation uh, is actually an affiliation now. Yeah. Um, and they've always had banger tactics cards. Oh, my God. I didn't realize how good they were. Crew of the Milano was so good for me. And it's the second layer, too. It's like, oh, you can pay to remove them. Oh, and then they can't get any more. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of the other one, but that one was also fantastic. Yeah. I was thinking um, Lovable Misfits. Was yeah. another round where it was like, oh, Rocket gets a free attack. Oh, Groot gets a Can't free attack. They're own. dead now. Two free attacks. Do you know how many times I stunned myself <laughs> when I used that card? I cannot believe I didn't do that. You're on. So real quick, guys. That's loud as shit. <laughs> okay, so real quick. Do you think Angela has a place in Guardians anymore? Sure. With With the new change. But realistically speaking, does she have a... Because originally the whole plan was for her to... Uh, be the beat stick, smash you in the face because your affiliation bonus actually sucks. Um, <laughs> and they don't have a hard hitter anymore. Or they never really had a hard hitter anyway. Do you think that... Do you want me to just come over here where I belong? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Well, that works. Um, do you think that instead, with the new affiliation bonus being so much better and them being able to kind of incorporate non-affiliated cheaper threats that can essentially now do what she could do do you think like for instance i know venom's fitting in there really well yeah and guardians um there's another person at a four that's fitting in there really well i don't remember who it is now um what well, ghost ghost Rider in general yeah. is just doing just fantastic in guardians okay um do you think that there is any need to bring Angela or is she just going with Cassandra Nova and Mitch's trash at this point? I, was, I never liked Angela and guardians. Um, because I, I always, I thought guardians was a swarm list. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I, Ronan's the highest and Gamora's the highest that you should be using there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think with the new affiliation, I think it makes Angela less useful there. You already have access to a bunch of long movers. I think she's okay if you're playing a high threat like 20 or 19, just because yeah. she does have so much mobility where she can bump jump around the board a ton in a single activation. Yeah, that's very true. You know, she's got multiple ways to move. Um, is she I don't think she's necessary. Uh, I think she's always been solid. You know, there aren't that many physical based five threats. We were talking about this a while ago and we totally forgot about Angela. Yeah, until we get Thor is just too squishy to count as a physical based five threat. Last hey, time he was yeah. on the table, yeah. he just died. Yeah, every time. Cable farted on him. And he was just gone. <laughs> He's gone. Completely accurate. Pe- pepperoni cable Round fart. Round one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so- Honestly, I like cable in Guardians now, too. Yeah. Just the additional uh, ability to get some rerolls in there or whatever it is their thing is that they do now. Well, and I, yeah. I thought the new affiliation was actually stronger than it was until I saw it in practice where it's only one reroll for the entire round on a character. Right. Yeah, and yeah. you can use it on attack or defense roll. But but still, before you could like, listen, I really need this character to do damage. And you put you sack that tactics card and put all three on Star-Lord to get a shit ton of special conditions or to make sure someone stays alive. I it do is, wish it is you different. could pile them up if you want. If you could do two on one and one on another or all three on one. I do kind of wish you could do that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, three rerolls around is certainly not bad. Correct. As long um, as you don't kill Star-Lord before I get to use it more than twice. Yeah, true. true. That's <laughs> Listen, that's all I did. Uh, but at least the Ancient One did it, you know? I get what Mitch is saying, that she's viable because she can grab a center extract and then get out of there. I also agree, says I don't like the character in Marvel in general, uh, which I totally agree with. And she's not a Marvel character. She was a Neil Gaiman character that was just brought in. Um, I thought she was a weird release. Yeah, Spawn's confirmed, though, for as Guardian's affiliation, which is super cool. I would love to see Spawn in this game. Right? Just make it like Soul Calibur. Every year they add one wacky character. We're going to have Darth Vader next year. And, uh, <laughs> I, I want a Star Wars version of this game. You can even use the Legion models. That's fine. Just give me this kind of skirmish, like, you know, three or four on three or four kind of thing. Here's what I really hope. If they if they do do that, I hope that it is compatible. That. I hope the threat and the power level scales the same so that you can play them against each other. I don't really want to see Star Wars and Marvel characters on the same table. No one wanted to see peanut butter and chocolate together, Dan. And then that car crash gave it to us. And now we have Reese's peanut butter cups. That's, you know, that's how that happened. I mean, you are tugging at my heartstrings with referencing Reese's and I don't appreciate it. I recently got into the game Dice Thrones, right? Yes. And they are, they kickstarted an MCU version of it. And it is compatible with the base game. And that's exactly how it should work. That's different. Why? I don't know. It's not on this. I'll tell it, you. I'll tell you. No, I can look at it. It's not, <laughs> I'll say it's different in the sense of they're not the same scale. The base sizes are not the same. Oh, for from Legion. Legion to this. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> As uh, Atomic Mass, we know you're listening. What we need you to do is go ahead and just release an entire new wave of just Star Wars figures that are scaled for MCP. I'd buy them. <laughs> That's all I want. Thank you very much. You know what? Take take a cue from the big boys, right? Here's what you do. Yep. Discontinue Star Wars Legion. Yeah. Hold up. You're going to okay. love this. You're going to love this. We're going to go full GW. Discontinue <laughs> oh, no. Star Wars Legion. Let people use the same models, but you have to rebase them. Mm-hmm. and buy a brand new game system to make it compatible with Marvel Crisis Protocol. Then, when everyone gets sick of that, 
and says, well, you've blown up our world and I've had to rebase all my stuff. Then you come out with another new edition of Star Wars Legion and sell new bases where they can play with those original Legion models that they've now converted to Marvel Crisis Protocol, but all they have to do is rebase them onto it. Stop new using your powers for evil. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. Fair. You're very creative. I appreciate it. What you're doing hurts my brain. It's such a good heart. idea. I don't know why no company <laughs> has ever done that before. I like what Mitch is saying. He wants a Kung Fu crisis protocol. Like, the, use this template for other, like, genres. Does it have to be superhero? Could it be Shang-Chi? I would love to see Shang-Chi in this game. I mean, I assumed more, like, uh, people fucking have hard-ons to, uh, to make. Um, Aquafina? Yeah. That makes Aquafina. <laughs> I was gets say, one bow shot a game. <laughs> but listen, it kills a dragon. So as long as Iron Fist isn't on the table, like, you're fine. But, um... Here's here's how they would do it. I've lost it. It's gone. But, oh, it was such a good joke. You said people have a hard-on to make something. Oh, yes. One-on-one uh, um, -on -one fighter game variants. I've seen a shit ton of King of Fighters, Street Fighter. Here's um, the good news. There is a uh, Street Fighter miniatures game that actually exists. Oh, that oh is, my God. They that look is so like good. That. Apparently it's good. Also, it, like the models look fantastic, mm. but it is expensive as fuck. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Because they're pretty, they're large. I think they're 75. Bucks. Yeah, they're much larger yeah. scale. There's they also really a pre-painted version of Pacific Rim that's like essentially a one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then plays on like a hexile grid. It's actually super rad. I bought a lot of stuff for it. I Because I thought they weren't painted oh. models. So I was like, oh, cool. I want to. They're pre-painted models? They're pre-painted models. The Street Fighter one is too. Whew. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's really awesome when, uh, like, child labor from China can paint better than you. You know what I mean? Like, it looks <laughs> real good, you know? The Street Fighter game, I was very close to kickstarting, and then it was like, oh, you get, like, Ryu and Sagat for, like, 150 bucks. Yeah. No thank you. But now it's, like it's just not out. as bad. Now it's just out, and there's like uh, every expansion that comes out, there's like a new character for it. And it's like 60 bucks. It okay. looks it's very cool. GW of them, but it looks awesome. It looks really fun. The game's supposed to be good, but yeah, the core box for that's like 150 bucks and comes with like eight characters. Okay. But the, I, they are to be bigger. fair, there's only 10 characters in Street Fighter, actually. <laughs> that's a, I'm really disappointed. I was looking through it on Miniature Market, and they do have a Dan Hibiki, but he's in a, like an expansion box with four characters, and he's the only one I even recognize from the box, and it's like 60 bucks. And I was like, oh, never mind. The, on, the only <laughs> one for 60 bucks isn't bad. The only one that matters is Zangief anyway. So. I've he's Zangief. in the corset. Mm. He is, yeah. Muscle Spirit number one. And uh, Vega was always my favorite of like you the bad like guys. He would be, yeah. <laughs> I was always E Honda. Yeah, I love E Honda. Yeah, it was Blanc the Cyclops. Uh, Vega Blanc and Blanca cool. were my top two. Did you say E Honda is the Cyclops of Street Fighter? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even Bl mean? Blanca, Blanca's the Wolverine. Yes, Blanca is the Wolverine. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, Vega is the Iceman for sure. <laughs> The only what? the people uh, who like gonna, him like him. I thought you were gonna say okay, the other. Okay, I can see that. I thought you were gonna say the other Wolverine. <laughs> um, I, no, that's too obvious. That's too obvious. Vegas kind of the gambit, honestly. No, he's not. No, Sagat for sure is the gambit. Sagat? Yeah. I feel like you've already put a lot of thought into this because oh, that I have. Was a I've quick spent hours answer. of my life thinking this through. Yeah. <laughs> but Sagat's a bad guy. Sagat's more like the. No, I can't say Sagat's the juggernaut when Zangief is just right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zangief. Actually, a lot of people don't know this. Zangief, the blob. 
<laughs> you don't think so? I don't so. disagree with these. You, the don't do, you don't think so? It's true. Rose, <laughs> Rose would absolutely be Rogue. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was thinking Chun Li Rogue. No, no, she's definitely Jean. Chun Li Jean. Okay, okay, yeah. fair, fair. I was almost thinking Shadow Cat. For the sure. question is, who's Balrog? Who's uh, uh, Gali? That's the real question. Okay. Uh, Balrog. Charlie. Oh, oh, I think I know who that is. Uh, Guile with uh, or Guile. A, a morph thingy. Yeah. Oh, well, Guile Cyclops. No. No. He's Captain America. Oh, okay. Oh, now we're, well, we're leaving well, X-Men also, now. Actually, no, that tracks, though. If up. Guile is Captain America, Cyclops would absolutely be Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just a different leader. <laughs> Same stuff, different day. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think of other Street Fighter characters. I'm digging Balrog. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who Balrog would be. Beast? I always like Balrog. I don't. I, I don't like it. it. I don't like no, it. But Dal I think you're right. for Beast. I think. Who's a scientist? Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> we so got anyway, way, anyway, way anyway, off anyway topic folks. Here. I already, I already <laughs> did all the plugs. Go to this professionalcasual.com. Follow us all there. Um, and we will see you next time on Wait, Did I Really Wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol Pod Vlog. Bye. Bye.